Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke, all one word. How would you like to get canceled, get fired from your job, find God, and then make half a million dollars? So I'm listening to Ethan Van Skyver on the Chrissy Mare podcast. Um, he's a comics artist who uh, has a YouTube channel, and he's anti-woke. And he's talking about, um, like, he worked in the comics industry for many years, drawing stuff like uh, Green Lantern. And he's a conservative. And when Trump won, like everyone else in the comics industry, whatever, hated anyone who voted for Trump. Like, he wore, he wore a MAGA hat one time, and... Uh, so they set out to get him. So they went through all his past uh, social media things that he wrote, and they found some jokes about Hitler, and then they said, you're a white supremacist. And he said, no, I'm not. I believe in equality for all people. And they're like, that's exactly what a white supremacist would say. But anyways, then they wonder, like, what would a white supremacist say? Would a white supremacist deny it? Or, you know, wouldn't they be proud of it? I mean... You know, what they say, and that's the same thing I would say, is that I've never heard, <laughs> I've never heard a white supremacist be asked if they're a white supremacist, so I've never heard that answer. I mean, I've heard of a lot of people falsely accused of it, you know, or usually it's all, you know, all Americans are part of white supremacy, but uh, yeah, someday I want to hear what, what a white supremacist would say. That makes me think of something I was reading, that, um, you know, why are you know, highly educated white liberals, why are they so down with the idea that America's racist and that America's, you know, white supremacy is prevalent and so on and so forth. And as one guy's theory is that, like, they don't want to be called racist. So if you call everyone racist, then no one is racist. If everyone is part of white supremacy, then no one is a white supremacist. So you get to kind of do your part, be on the right side of history, you know, fighting against the Nazis or whatever, and you also don't have to have, you know, there's no repercussions, there's no bad repercussions to you. I think people, you know, they won't say that consciously, but that's kind of subconsciously, they saw that that was the deal and they took it. So they're going over Comicsgate. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Gamergate. Like, I don't understand Gamergate. Comicsgate is a little more easy to understand, but basically, when Trump got elected, comics got woke. And then there was people who criticized the wokeness, and so that's called Comicsgate. And Van Skyver, he's talking about, you know, he worked, he worked at DC for 20 years doing, like, Green Lantern and The Flash, and, like, you know, when he got his job, they said, you know, these characters... They're not yours, you know, the, the, these characters are for the next generation, so don't do anything to mess them up, you know, they gotta, whatever. You gotta think of the future, don't do anything crazy now with these characters, because, you know, many future generations are going to be reading it, and we don't want to mess it up with something we do in the present. And then Trump got elected, and people are like, okay, famous comic characters are gay. Okay, famous comic character gets killed and replaced by a black version of that character. Stuff like that. So they did a whole bunch of that stuff. And apparently Comicsgate was started by some guy on YouTube. Doesn't really matter his name. But what he would do is he would um, buy the latest like Marvel comic, say, and he would read it in his car and, you know, and film it with uh, his cell phone. And he would just go through it and, be, and just point out all the woke BS. 
But so the funny part of that is he was getting about 35,000 people watching each of his videos, which, you know, isn't a ton. But anyways, that's more than the amount of like, you know, like say like an X-Men comic. I think X-Men comics sell about 10,000. So, you know, more people be watching him criticizing the wokeness in a comic than would actually read the comic themselves. So that was pissing people off. And I think because of Gamergate, you know, Gamergate is where they, I think, falsely accused a lot of people of a lot of bad stuff. Um, you know, years later, I haven't heard of anyone actually being a white supremacist or a misogynist or whatever. Anyways, but I think they gave it the name uh, Comicsgate because back then, Gamergate still, people were still believing the, the hype about Gamergate. So they named it Comicsgate. And if you, uh, whatever, if you voted for Trump or you criticized uh race-bending or gender-bending uh, comic characters, then, uh, you know, you're an evil Nazi and you had to be destroyed. So I'll just quickly, quickly tell you Ethan Van Skyver's story. So he worked at DC Comics, drawing Green Lantern and Flash for 20 years. Because he wore a MAGA hat, everyone decided he was evil, and so he was fired. Or his contract was not renewed, actually. So him and his wife started praying, although they're not part of an organized religion, so that was a big change. And he started YouTubing, and that was a big change. That all happened in 2018. People were gloating over him being canceled, you know, he was a, a casualty of the cancel culture, and people were ecstatic. His opinion is that they're, uh, they don't want to change you, they just want to make an example of you for the next cancel culture person. And that they hope you commit suicide. That's what he thinks they feel like. But getting to the punchline here. So like when he was in his teens or something, he created a character called Cyberfrog. Which is a cybernetic frog. Superhero. And so he created some sort of crowdfunding. I don't know if it was GoFundMe or what. Uh, for the first issue of Cyberfrog. He's like, the way he describes it, he's like, it's, you know, it's like one of those fall tests. He's like, I'm going to cross my arms and fall back. And I hope the people who watch me on YouTube will catch me and my wife. Like they're starting a small, a small business. And so the first issue of Cyberfrog produced $540,000. So he's pretty happy. He thinks all the people that tried to cancel him, you know, they wanted him to be bagging groceries or better yet commit suicide. And he's like, I'm going to get rich instead and, you know, give them the middle finger. And in his case, it worked out. Boy, just think how much in taxes he must have paid on that. So Van Skyver is asked about He-Man, and she's like, he's gay, right? He was gay originally, right? And uh, he's like, that brings up a funny story. So when he was a kid, he borrowed a bunch of He-Man dolls, and he brought them home. And he showed them to his dad, and his dad loves Conan the Barbarian, so he thought his dad would like He-Man. And he showed them to his dad, and he showed him like He-Man, Skeletor, Fisto, and Ram Man. And his dad was like, uh, these characters are homosexual. They're beefy men in loincloths. And just think about the name Ram Man. And so Prince Adam, dressed in lavender, holds up the sword of power, a phallic symbol, and says, I have the power. And a bolt of white lightning comes down and strikes him and turns him into a muscular man and just think about that white lightning that is literally white power all right here's just me copyright infringing on their comedy bits um the guy says women can do anything a man can do 
And the woman's like, I don't think so. Can a woman install an AC? Can a woman fix a carburetor? And he's like, well, okay. A woman can do 75% of what a man can do? And she's like, I think uh, men and women complement each other. And she's talking about this time with her boyfriend. She's like, how does this guy not see the dirt? Why is he not cleaning up the dirty things around the house? Why doesn't he see it and clean it? And then she realized to herself, the man that she's describing as the perfect man is probably gay. So then he asks, can a woman beat Skeletor? And she says, well, when I was younger, I was a lifeguard. And there was this skinny woman who had come to the pool, and we called her Skeletor. And I think I helped her put sunscreen on once. Then they're talking about uh, making your own pie crust and how much better that is. And he's like, well, why doesn't everyone just do it if it's so easy? She's like, well, space, it can be an issue. Uh, I used to have, put, have to put wax paper on my floor and roll it around on the ground. <laughs>